0: Are you ready to dumb it down? Let's do it. Fantastic. Glad to hear the enthusiasm. It is Sunday morning, August 20, and it is 8.32 in the morning. I'm headed home. Last day of work, last day of four, and tomorrow, actually, first day of vacation. At the same time, it's my last day of work. It's my first day of vacation. Anyway, um, so here we go. We're getting on the road, the back roads, before I get to the throughway. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, let me quickly explain. This is Dubbing It Down with Dave. Thank you for, for finding the show, however, you did. Uh, this show is the fastest podcast on earth, as I record it in my 2008 Kia Rio LX Gold. It's a gold colored 2008 Kia Rio LX, and I get about 35 miles to the gallon. And I'll do a mileage report in a couple of minutes. And I do this commute to and from work. I have no other time to do a podcast except in my car as I'm going to and from work because it's the only free time that I really have. So that's it. And uh, the subtitle for the show is, uh, dubbing it down with Dave, Pragma- Pragmatism, Truth, Happiness, and the Search for It All. Anyway, um, I'm also trying out a new microphone that I've tried out before when I was in Vancouver, called um, there was I was at Kodakan, but anyway, um, this is not a Kodakast, this is a dumbcast. The Kodacasts are over for now, uh, until uh, I go to a retreat or another conference, or I want to do a Koda type show. But I am, uh, my microphone that I'm using was something that was talked about on Spreaker Live. For those of you who host the show on Spreaker, I host my show dumbing it down with Dave on Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Anyway, so uh, Rob Greenlee, who's the head of content, was talking about this thing called Movo, M-O-V-O, the PM20-S, and I guess it's kind of made for podcasting, I don't really know, but uh, it's got two microphones, and one's clipped onto the belly of my shirt, uh, by my belly and the other one is clipped on a a thing hanging from my rear view mirror. I think these micro microphones are really hot. Not like hot like sexy, like I think they're hot. So, I think having them up by my lapel, you know, by my collar is too much. I think it's too much microphone. I think I was having a problem with that. Anyway, so the car's going to get a little bit noisier. I got to put on some air If I don't put on some air, I've got to open a window. So, one way or another, there's going to be ambient noise. And if you're hearing ambient noise now, you're going to hear some more ambient noise in a couple of minutes when I get on the thruway. I just want to let you know that that's really part of the show. Because I'm doing this show in my car. And I'm really driving. So, there you go. And now, I'm hands-free, which is nice. With this Movo and this, um, what do you call it, lavalier lavalier um, microphone, I think they call it. So um, it's clipped to my shirt And uh, I, I'm, I'm hands-free My phone is on the seat, the passenger seat So I'm good to go uh, So it's safe It's safer than it's been in the past So hello dum-dums Welcome to the Dumbcast Thank you for taking a ride in my Porta Potty, P-O-D-D-Y And uh I appreciate you listening to My commute during your commute Or whenever you listen To uh the show. I'd like to know where and when you listen. So you get a chance, you know, uh, you can tweet me uh, at DumbwithDave, D U M B, by the way, D U M B, DumbwithDave, or you can email me at DumbingItDownWithDave at yahoo.com. My website, which is uh, not doing very well, uh, needs to be revamped, and I'm going to get that done as soon as I come back in a couple of weeks. That is um, dumbing it down with Dave dot com dubbing it down with Dave so you got some ways to... plus you can leave a comment if you're listening to the show here on Spreaker just leave a comment click like and then leave a comment that would be nice and uh, I also have fake book pages I have a Dumbing it down with Dave uh, fake book group uh, feel free to join or if you want send me uh, your name and I'll I'll invite you I'll whatever it is I'll join you and um, all that good stuff so anyway. And uh, the show originates out of Rensselaer, New York On the days I'm going home from work And it originates out of Saugerties, New York On the way on the days I originate from my house Alright, anyway I was going to do a show today uh, About friends Specifically my friends Which has come up, I guess, quite often I don't even remember I've, This is episode 77 And um, I should mention that, right? 77 And uh, I've mentioned it several times about my disappointment in my friends and so on and so forth. I was going to do a whole show about that today, but I'm not prepared and I don't want to shortchange it because it's very important to me that I do a correct show about my friends. So I'm not going to do it today. Um, I'm just going to do a regular show uh, about stuff in the world. And it's pretty obvious if you're talking about stuff in the world, what we're going to talk about. So uh, today is episode 77. Tomorrow I leave for Podcast Movement in Anaheim, California, the biggest podcast conference, slash festival, slash meetup, slash get together, whatever, seminar, webinar. It's the biggest one, and uh, I'm going to it. So I will be doing, at the very least, I will try to do, like I did at Kodakan from Vancouver, I will try to do a podcast uh, one a day at least one a day, probably at night when I get back and I have a whole day to report. So I arrive Monday afternoon at, I think it's called John Wayne Airport in Santa Ana or Santa Ana Airport. I, I'm not even really quite sure. Uh, the conference actually starts on Wednesday but I'm arriving on Monday because there's something that I signed up for and for the life of me. I don't remember what it is. I paid $25 for it. It's supposed to have a $400 value. I paid for To attend a conference on Tuesday. And it's going to be a whole day conference on Tuesday, which is also podcast related. So I will be able to, and I'm going to be staying at the La Cortana Inn. La Cortana. Cortona? Cortana? I don't know. I'll let you know when I get there. So I got a full week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, half day of podcasts. um, Of podcast stuff. Friday midday. I'm headed to San Diego to see my friend Lee. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be doing a podcast Friday, Saturday, and or Sunday. I got to find some private, you know, private place. Got to find private place. So, uh, you know, private. I don't. I'm not, I haven't done my podcast in public yet. It's kind of weird to do that. I've always done it privately. So anyway, that'll be my schedule next week. Uh, I hope you can tune in for those podcast movement podcasts. What will I call them? Podcasts. well, if it's podcast movement, they're, they're podcasts. No, they will be dumbcasts, but they will be podcasts. Like, when I went to CODA, it was CODAcasts. So I'm going to podcast movement, there'll be podcasts. In my dumbcast, in a podcast. Maybe that's what it'll be. Nah, it'll be a dumbcast. Uh, there's no reason to call it a podcast Alright, so what's going on in the world? Uh, so that's it for that, right? That's pretty good um, And I'm really excited about going Because I wasn't going to go at all I wasn't going to go And then I wanted to go And then it just sort of seemed to be expensive and, um, and then I resolved to not go I didn't think my show was ready For me to spend all that money On a, on a podcast uh, conference And then I stumbled upon a cheap ticket Somebody had a really cheap ticket, so um, there you go. I uh, I bought it. A guy named Maurice, Maurice Cherry, Maurice Cherry from Atlanta, Georgia, I think. Who is the owner of a company called uh, uh, What is it? Uh, just for lunch or something like that? Or it's not not a dating, not the dating, just lunch. Uh, or out to lunch. It's something about lunch. It doesn't matter. But he owns some sort of company. So anyway, um, he can't go, so I bought the ticket off of him. Online. You know, via, whatever, PayPal, Skype, whatever, some craziness. And uh, so it's all good. Uh, why am I mentioning it? Because I think it's interesting. I wasn't going to go. I wanted to go, that I didn't go, that I, and then all of a sudden, boom, I found a cheap ticket. And then I found a cheap flight. So I'm flying round-trip California for $300. A little bit more than $300 with the tax and all that stuff. It's going to be economy, which was really uncomfortable on the way back from Vancouver. It was uncomfortable on the way to Vancouver, but not as bad. So I'm a little concerned. I didn't really lose a lot of weight or any weight since, you know, for the last 30 days. I should have lost a lot of weight and I would have been a lot more comfortable, but you know, it's funny. If I have it, I'm turning my head and I'm trying to I see the phone of the passengers. I don't have to turn my head. I don't even have to really talk this loud. I'm going to try to talk a little bit lower. I, I don't know what this sounds like, but... I'm going to talk a little bit lower. Alright. So, maybe it'll get too quiet. And if it doesn't sound good, I won't publish this episode. Alright. Well, because I see the the gate, uh, this thing is going into red. And I don't want it to go into red. That's probably... That's over-modulation. Anyway. So, what's going on in the world? Other than me going to podcast festivals and all that. Um... Oh, real quickly, let's do the mileage report. Let's do the mileage report real quick. This mileage report is brought to you by ComedyPipe.com. ComedyPipe.com, they produce Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream, which is a live, interactive, uh, streaming, radio, internet, uh, YouTube, uh, and uh, audio uh, comedy talk show. It's uh, hosted by Mike, also known as 3D, and his co-hosts, and a special guest every week. And I should call uh, Mike, because uh, I'm going to be available Wednesday night, I think. I might be able to call in from California. It'll be 11 o'clock at night, right? No, it's three hours earlier, so it'll be 5 o'clock. Yeah, I might be just getting done with dinner. Who knows? All right, so I'll give him a call. Um, so I don't have the mileage from my last podcast, because I forgot that I reset my tripometer. Um... So anyway, uh, us through the total miles. So anyway, anywhere you are in the world, if it's Wednesday at eight o'clock, every Wednesday at eight o'clock, you can tune into Pipe Dream on ComedyPipe.com. You can listen to it. Or you can watch it on YouTube. You can actually... They have cameras. And Mike has been constantly working on improving the cameras and the views. So uh, it's an interesting show. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's informative. Sometimes it's neither. Sometimes it's just there. You go, hey, what are you guys doing? Let's get to it. So they get to it. Like, we need to get to it here. we got to get to the it. And dumbing it down with Dave. So, by the way, it's also... So tune into that. It's also another sunny day... A sunny Sunday. and didn't give you the weather. Uh, as I'm headed south here on the New York State Thruway on I-87, I for interstate, interstate 87. It's uh, very nice out. Uh, There's it clouds. There's some clouds. Um, so it's not 100% blue sky, but it's nice enough. So it's a nice day to uh, mow the lawn, which I haven't done in over 30 days. I've gotten away with it somehow. My grass has not been growing as crazily As I thought it would So I've been getting away with that But I think today might be the day But I've been saying that a lot Today's the day I'll cut the grass And then I don't do it It's pretty pretty lazy of me I'm not really into it I've been exhausted I've been more exhausted Anybody who knows this show Knows I'm constantly complaining About sleep deprivation And brain degradation Constantly with the sleep deprivation And brain degradation And this week is One of the worst weeks ever Absolutely exhausted So Not good Leads to depression. It leads to overeating. Not good. It leads to memory loss. That I have you know with that lack of sleep. It's just horrible. All right. So what's going on in the world? Um, a lot of talk about Trump, of course. Since I'm in the United States, uh, talk about that. I'll talk about uh, the march in Charlottesville. The guy plowing into the crowd with the car. Uh, the statue removals. Steve Bannon. And uh, I guess the Russia thing sort of quieted down. We replaced Russia with this other stuff. So let me just quickly address that. By the way, before I address anything, let me remind all of you that, first of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, uh, I am not a political pundit. I don't really know politics. I don't really understand politics. I just know what I know. Or I know, like most people, I know what I think I know, but you're not going to hear me really rail like one direction or the other, because I know that I don't know. And if I think if more people would admit that they know what they feel, but they don't know what they know, then a lot of this noise, a lot of this angst, a lot of this tension that was going is is going on out there would would uh, would either stop or uh, largely quiet down or slow down. People get very upset. Now, I have a unique perspective and I've always had a unique perspective and I'll tell you why it's unique. Because ever since I was young, I've always managed to find a common ground. It's just something that I did naturally. So, uh, for instance, growing up in New York, all my buddies were sports fans. I wasn't a sports fan. I wasn't anti-sports. But my father wasn't a sports fan. He was the same way. Too busy working. Wasn't really concerned. You know, uh, uh, in, a, in a passive way, yes. He would like the Mets to win. He would like the Mets to go to the World Series. But really, he could care less. It's just a passing fancy. Does that make sense? Is that the right phrase? Passing fancy? It's not even a fancy. It's just something... Oh, oh, look, oh look at this man. Oh, look at Tom Seaver. Oh, 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 oh no hitter. Oh, that's... Good. No, no. Well, he, I don't think he ever threw one for the Mets. But anyway, you know... Oh, ooh, look, he struck somebody out. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's good. Oh, all right, time to eat. Let's go. You know, he was into it, though. But it wasn't like a ritual. We didn't have a sports ritual in our house. We didn't have a sports devotion. Okay, you get it. So... I, got, I, I lived in a, in a neighborhood where I didn't have any friends for uh, I don't know, six, seven, eight years because it was a bad neighborhood. According to my parents, it was a bad neighborhood. Bad is another way of saying black. <laughs> just going to be honest with you. Bad was another way of saying black neighborhood. We can't go outside. Dave can't go outside and play. Now, my mother and father for the most part are not racists. If they are racist, I don't even think they know they're racist. You know, Uh, they're they're just as afraid of black people as they are of Puerto Ricans as they are of Asians of anybody that doesn't look like them they're just afraid of everybody they're deaf they're deaf and uh, you know they have black friends they have a lot of different friends Uh, but as far as living in a certain neighborhood uh, I think they were were quite concerned for my safety so anyway I didn't get a lot of outside time Uh, and then they sent me to yeshiva which is a Hebrew school for the first uh, three years of my life. Yeah, three, uh, first, second, and third grade. Big mistake. Anyway, so uh, I moved to this white neighborhood, a good neighborhood, by the way, which is another way of saying white neighborhood. So we moved to Kenosi. By the way, this is not my feelings. This is generally how I perceive people's thoughts and feelings yeah oh is that a good neighborhood oh do you mean white yes (laughs) because there's no such thing as a good black neighborhood according to most people the people that i grew up with it just doesn't exist there's no place where property value is going up in a neighborhood because of black people moving in boy this show just took a turn (laughs) but that's just the way it was i'm just being honest with you Alright, unlike most people in the world, I'm just telling you how I've seen it, how I've experienced it. I was happy to have black friends. I was happy to have Puerto Rican friends. I could care less. We're on a big wheel. We're playing with G.I. Joes. I don't really care what color is the guy I'm playing with or girl. I don't really care. I had no thoughts in my head as 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 to be particular. It wasn't particular. I'm still not particular. I could care less what you look like. Well, if you're hideous, you know. All right, so I'm a little, I'm, a, I'm lying a little bit. I like, I like attractive people. It's a, they're easier to look at. Come on, you know that. If you got bad teeth, I'm out. You know, you can have bad body odor. I don't have a sense of smell. But if you got bad teeth, you got bad, uh, you got you know some acne. You got a bad acne problem. I'm sorry, I'm out. There's a guy at my job, there's one guy at my job, one dispatcher, and he loves the hardware. He's got hardware in his face. Very hard to look at for me. Can't stand looking at him. It's taken me a couple of years to get used to him being in my life, and I can't believe he's actually a dispatcher. But he's got all this hardware in his face and his ears. I don't buy into that, so it's a little uncomfortable. All right, so let's back, let's go back a little bit. So growing up in Brooklyn, when I moved to Canarsie, a white neighborhood, a good neighborhood, uh... There were, these kids were sports fans And in New York you know, You're kind of fortunate Because for every sport There's like two teams Mets and Yanks in baseball Islanders, Rangers in hockey Jets and Giants in football uh, Knits, Knits and Knicks and Nets The Knicks and the Nets In basketball And then later on we got a third hockey team in New Jersey Called the Devils I mean, it's just, That's a lot of sports teams so these guys would take sides. Constantly taking sides. Oh, we're, I'm a Mets fan. They go, no, let's oh, stick. I'm a Yankee fan. And they would say, Dave, what, what, who's your team? I go, I don't know. Isn't it good that they both win? One, one plays in Queens, and the other one plays in the Bronx. I think it's good that they both win. I want to open the Daily News, which is the paper of my house. Not the New York Post, not the New York Times. The Daily News. And... I like to open up the paper, read the sports section, because that's what I did. Uh, on my way to the comics, of course. And uh, I like to read about how good both teams did. And then it just was this thing constantly. You had to pick a team. You had to pick a team. Like, uh, I never did. I stood up. <laughs> I took a stand. Uh, I never, I never. Wow, make it, I'm really taking a point. And I'm, I'm stretching it out. So I can find the middle ground. Even with uh, the peer pressure of having to pick a team, whether it's the Mets or Yanks or Knicks or Nets or Jets or Giants, I just was always, I don't care, very neutral. None of this has anything to do with me anyway. So why, why would I pick one team to win and the other team to lose? Why would it bring me joy for the other team to lose? Especially when it's in my hometown. Okay. And I did that in school too. I was friends with jocks. I was friends with nerds. Uh, I was friends like uh, I was friends with the talent people in the show, and a show if we did a school show. And I was involved. I was friendly with the AV squad, audio visual. Uh, I was friends with uh, some cool people, but not really, not too much. But anyway, I just had a way, and I still do. Of I'm friends with the guys in the shop where I work. All the mechanics. I'm friends with all the mechanics. I don't break bread with them. I don't. Uh, we don't spend a lot of time together, but we'll have nice conversations. Uh, friends. By the way, when I say friends with all these guys, you know, at work, just at work, you know, I'm socially acceptable, and I try to make them socially acceptable. Um, So I'm friends with dispatches, supervisors, the front office, whoever. I always smile, I say hello, I shake their hand, and uh, it's all good. But uh, a lot of people have problems uh, finding a common ground. So let's uh, get up to date. Get to the it and dumbing it down with Dave. Nowadays, I have a lot of friends politically on the left, liberal, democratic, and also on the right. Republican, conservative, staunch religious conservative. And I'm friends with as much as I can be friends because that was the episode I was supposed to do. I'll do that eventually when I'm more prepared. So I am associated. I am... uh, an acquaintance, I am a friend of people on both sides of the aisle, as they say. Left and right, Republican and Democrat, conservative and, and liberal. And because I don't look at people politically. I we're not in politics. And it shouldn't matter anyway. So I have a unique perspective. So when I watch the news. I'm also largely unknowledgeable about a lot of things. When I see something, I go, oh, I don't know if I understand that, but this is how I feel based on what I, what little I understand. So I'm just being honest. It's hard to understand a lot of what's going on in the world. Some of it seems to be very complicated. But in terms of what's going on in the world, uh, these statues that everybody's upset about, not everybody's upset about it, by the way, that's, that's something that I, I see people say a lot. Mostly left-wing media. Oh, yeah, mostly left-wing media. But before that, let me explain this. It's interesting how the Trump-Russian rushing Russian thing is sort of taking a back seat to the Charlottesville thing. And now I guess something happened in Barcelona. I was at work. I, 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 haven't, been, I haven't had time to really catch up to Barcelona. But it's the newest, you know, large killing thing that's happened. My point is that it seems like it's interesting how the Russian email thing has taken a backseat now that the Charlottesville thing is up front. And I think that proves a point. I think it proves a point that the media controls a lot of what most people feel, believe, based on what they see. They make something important when it's not. And I've talked about this in a previous episode. Of course, I don't know which one it was. It doesn't matter. Uh, That the media does propagate. Is that the word? Propagate? Wow. If that's the right word, I'm proud of myself. They put out fake news constantly. And I'm going to say mostly left-wing media, but because that's what there is. Uh, Everything is basically left-wing media, except for Fox, for the most part, and I watch sometimes, I don't watch a lot, but I watch, and I also listen to a lot of radio, I'm in the truck all the time, I'm listening to radio, and it's very interesting what's being put out there as news, all of a sudden it's so important to talk about statues, to talk about white nationalists, to talk about the counter-protesters that uh, got into it with the white nationalists that were marching. That wasn't big news a month ago. It's big news now. And it's in, a, in about a week or so, there's going to be more big news. Something different will replace the Russian email scandal. Supposedly it's a scandal. And it's going to replace Charlottesville. It's, whatever it's going to be probably be a gas crisis. Maybe it'll be the economic bubble that's going to pop. Maybe the Dow will go back below 2,000. You understand what I'm saying? Doesn't it seem a little odd the way they portray the news and then the whole country is talking about it, getting upset? The the media, I think, is controlling it. I don't think they're controlling it. I, I know it. Because... Because of the, the, the nature of their business Is that they need news There has to be news So what's the good news The good news, everything's quiet Nobody's upset The economy's doing good The entire planet is happy and healthy Well guess what They're going to start closing their doors CNN CNBC, MSNBC By the way, there's way too many news outlets Can we agree on that there's way we don't need so many so much news <laughs> there's a lot I'm not wishing for anybody to lose their job I'm just saying it's a lot of news there's a lot there's uh, NBC CBS ABC uh, Fox and then there's you know uh, MSNBC CNBC uh, CNN and then of course NPR it's too much news but of course we live in America so we love a choice and uh, that's, that's uh, you know, from liberty, right, freedom, uh, speech and all that, we get all this news. So, I think people really need to stop paying attention to the news. I think it drives people crazy. It makes them nuts. These things are not that important. They're just not that important. What's important is education for children and health and security of this country. Because unless you educate children... Unless they have good health, unless they have a high moral fiber and all this other stuff, all this crap is going to continue. They're going to end up, kids are going to end up growing up with problems, committing crime, going to jail, being selfish, not getting jobs, and this country is going to keep on going south. So I have a lot more to say, but I see, of course, I didn't make my point quickly enough, and uh, I got a minute 15 left So I'm not going to go over 30 minutes today it's just uh, not a good idea I'll, I'll revisit this if necessary The takeaway from this show is When we dumb it down When we dumb everything down you got to be careful about that media And about that social media Stop for a second In fact, try not watching the news for a couple weeks Think about life Think about yourself Think about your family Think about your friends Think about what's really important Are statues really important? really I don't think it's that important I know there's more to it than that I am simplifying it because I'm running out of time but I have never been moved one way or the other from a statue and I've seen quite a few statues in my life I don't think I've seen the most statues of anybody in the world But and this includes plaques nothing has ever moved me in one direction or the other alright just saying I'll go. Over, I'll go. I'll say one more thing. Then I'll go over thirty minutes. If Sorgades, my hometown, had a statue of Hitler, because as a Jew, which is what I am, uh, the worst thing ever is always Hitler. That's always the worst case scenario. Hitler. As soon as you go to, if you want to go to the worst case of anything, Hitler. Right there, concentration camps. Hitler. There's, nothing gets worse than that. So, Dave, if there was a statue of Hitler. In How would you feel about that? Well, first of all, I guess it depends on where it was located. Am I going to see it every day? If I'm going to see it every day, I probably never would have moved to Saugetis. All right? That's that. I probably would have never have moved. Oh, wow. This town is interesting. Right in the middle, there's this big statue of Hitler. Um, Now, I don't want to live here. So, there seems to be a lot of people living all around the country, or maybe just in the south, I guess, that's where most of this is happening, and they they happen to live where these uh, statues are located. Um, Well, I guess moving is not an option for them. Okay, so let's get rid of the statues. Um, You know, putting them in a museum, I I don't have a problem with, Uh, so removing them is not an issue for me. I just don't know who is walking by statues and looking at them going, oh, this really bothers me. It's General Lee Lee. Ah! I could have walked in a different direction, but I didn't. Today, I came straight to the statue. Ah! I mean, right? Can't you just, like, not walk where the statue is? Oh, it's in City Hall. I work here every day. I gotta see the statue. Uh, Alright. I don't know where all these statues are. Is, is How many statues are there, and where are they located? Really, how much is that inanimate object bothering you? It's an inanimate object. And I don't know when it was put up 50 years ago, 100 years ago. I'd like to have more information on each individual statue. Because I think you can't lump in all Southern, you know, Confederate, uh, you know, pro slavery or whatever it is that we're calling these statues. I I don't think you could just lump them all in with each other. The statues. (laughs) You know, um, there are kids out there that have dinosaurs, not as statues, but as toys. And I don't know if you know this, but I think once upon a time, I think a lot of dinosaurs were uh, plant eaters, but there were some that ate people. So we should stop uh, with the dinosaurs, because they were evil. Maybe they didn't know what they were doing. Maybe they were just hungry, you know. it's just, That's the food chain, so it's okay to do dinosaurs. Okay. Uh, and then there's the tiki torches. Really, are we going to be anti-tiki torch now? Are we going to be anti-festival lighting in the backyard? You know that festival lighting. Are we going to be anti-bug zapper now? Because uh, for as a Jew, uh, that that bothers me that we're we're um, you know killing these bugs because they they touch they they go into that cage and then they zap they get zapped by the blue light. I don't like it, exterminating. I don't like, I don't like mass exterminating. I don't like it. I want all bug zappers stopped and, and festival lighting. I don't know. It doesn't seem like any good comes out of festival lighting. And then you got your, your tiki torches. Oh yeah, yai! All right, so there you go. A couple of minutes over, like 33 minutes there, 34 minutes. So by the time we get this done, I, um, I'm not concerned about statues. I really am not. I'm not concerned about white nationalists marching around. Let them march. And then let them go home. <laughs> if you don't put up a protest, then they're going to go home. You stand there, you, you, you put up a fight, well, then you got to fight. So don't be upset when they start to swing. Because you're putting up a fight. You're yelling at them, they're yelling at you. <laughs> That's very productive, isn't it? Has, has there ever been a time... Where a march was productive when there was a counter march? Was there ever a time that it, it, it ever got resolved, like, oh, you know what? I never, where one side goes, oh, I, you know, I just got hit in the face and I just realized, <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I'm wrong. He might be right. Hey, you got a towel so I can wipe off this mace? You know, I'm feeling really bad about this now. Hey, you're you hungry? How, how far did you march? Did you walk far? Oh my God, really? No, I just I just drove here. No, I came with these guys. I, I... You know... I have never been a protester, folks. And I've never been a counter-protester. And I can almost guarantee... I will never be either for the rest of my life. I, I'm not really that upset about anything. I really am not. Maybe I'm just fortunate... Or I'm ignorant. And probably I'll admit to being a lot lazy... Uh, Go ahead and protest. I think you're wasting time. You need to go home and be with your family. Everybody needs to be with their family and love your family. Go to work, make money, take care of your house and your health. This is all ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. All right. That's it. Almost 36 minutes. That's enough of Dave. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, so tune in next week. Tune in in a couple of days. Podcast movement podcasts. Nah, Dumbcasts. Dumbcasts from Anaheim, California. Can't wait. Excited. Not really. But you know, I'm getting away, so it's nice. Going to California. Alright, cue the music. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed and great skills. Take care.